Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. This is episode number 205 called The Unhappy Cat. And I'm your host, Molly DeVos. And today I am joined by my handsome husband and co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Hello, everyone. And hello to my beautiful wife. What a subject, huh? How do you know if your cat is unhappy? Yeah. You know, they get those... They get those little frown faces and start pouting. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that I've ever I could ever tell that. So we're I'll be interested to hear what you have to say about how to figure this out. Okay, well, it is this is a good question, right? How do we know our cat is unhappy? It it's a great question because the cats are so good at hiding their emotions. Right. I mean, if they would only just walk around with a big smile or frown and let us know. And gosh, if they could just learn to speak English, things would be a lot easier for all of us and veterinarians as well. It's really hard for vets to diagnose what's going on with a cat or even to know if anything is going on with the cat. If things don't show up on blood work and, and exams and stuff like that or, you know, we oftentimes have no idea and so what do you think like how would you say pico expresses his unhappiness what what does he how do you know when pico's unhappy you know i think uh, maybe there's two conversations to be had about that i don't i mean i don't know whether it's unhappy or he's not feeling good when he's laying there and his arms are tucked underneath him, he's not responding a whole lot. He hasn't eaten a whole lot. Maybe he's not feeling good. And then other times I think he's really unhappy or maybe pissed off, so to speak, when he comes <laughs> running, racing through the house and he's scratching everything up and he comes in here and he, you know, starts to nibble on me a little bit or something. So I don't know which one is which, but that, those would be the signs that there's something happening whether it's unhappiness or not yeah definitely i think that racing around and nibbling on you is more of a trying to engage you into play that's more um not i'm unhappy but i'm really bored and i've got a lot of energy and i'm very excited (laughs) i want to do something dad get up throw some treats grab a play bay wand i want to do something you know i think (laughs) that's more more along those lines, he may then go through a bout of unhappiness when you ignore him. <laughs> yeah. But you probably don't see that because you're ignoring him. <laughs> so what makes cats unhappy? Well, like you said, um, pain, illness, you know, if they're they're physically not feeling well, um, any kind of changes in routine Cats really, really, really don't like change because it makes them feel like they're out of control. And, you know, making a cat feel like it's in control is the secret to getting along with cats and getting cats to like you. It really, it really is. Um, 
territorial threats make them unhappy. You know, they see cats outside or new cats or things like that. Um, a perception of lack of resources makes them insecure and unhappy. Obviously, a, a new pet or a, somebody else's pet that's visiting in your home, um, I'd say your absence oftentimes makes them unhappy. And yeah. And trips away from home when you t make them go with you, that too can make them unhappy. Um, lack of proper nutrition, believe it or not, can actually make a cat unhappy. Um, and I think, you know, like we talked about pent-up energy, I, I should say ign ignored pent-up energy because it's very normal for them to have pent-up energy. But if we ignore it, it probably is making them unhappy. And then I guess just any general... You know, us not meeting their natural species needs that makes them unhappy. So those, those, I'm sure there's more things, but that's all I could think of off the top of my head. So what are signs that they are not, un, are, they are not happy? I mean, what would you say are some signs? Well, like physically, um, like you said, if they're kind of in a crouched loaf position with that tail tightly wrapped around and you know um, maybe they're stress purring which does sound different if you pay attention to your cat you can tell the difference between when it's purring for comfort and when it's purring for stress you know and their their ears are slightly out they're not full forward they're just tense you know and when a cat when its head gets kind of tense, the ears just cock out a little bit. Same thing with the whiskers. The whiskers are will pull back against their face. And they're probably squinting a little bit. In fact, there's an app called the Feline Grimace Scale that was developed by veterinarians. And you take a picture of your cat's face and you upload it in the app and it'll tell you how your cat is feeling. You might check <laughs> that out. Um, how has that worked? I, has that work? How did it, how has it worked? I know you've used it a few times. I have it. I, you know, there are times when I think Pico's perfectly happy and not in physical pain that it comes back saying he may not be having a good day, but you know, I don't think any app like that is perfect. And let's face it, it's really difficult to get great cat pictures unless you're a professional photographer. And so you know, that sometimes they're moving a little bit or it's not full straight on or something like that. And sometimes the cat's just annoyed that you have the camera in its face and that's really what it's picking up on. You know, another thing I've noticed in cats that don't feel good, that are experiencing some pain in, in addition to all the things I've just mentioned, is that the, the hair raises and it's different for different cats, different places. Some cats' hair will raise like from its brow line down to its nose, like right in that strip between the eyes, they'll see the hair kind of standing on end there. Sometimes, you know, sometimes around the neck. It's, it's interesting. So, you know, anyway, hair raising. And then, of course, if a cat is standing and not in that loaf position, its head is low. Anytime the head is lower than the plane of the back, and the tail is low, lower than that horizontal plane of the back, that always indicates a cat's not feeling well. It could be they're unhappy 
That's that's a typical stance when it sees another cat, like engaging, you know, staring. Its ears will be full forward in in that instance, but head and tail low. Like I said, squinting. You know, sometimes breathing really rapidly. If a cat's not feeling physically well, its breathing is going to be much more rapid than normal. And, you know, it could be that they're holding really still, much more still than they normally do, or just the opposite. Maybe they're pacing and they're they're not able to sit still. They're pacing with that head and tail low. Um, if they recoil from touch, right? If you reach out to pet them or you're petting them somewhere on their body and they pull away from you, that can indicate that they're not physically feeling well. And of course, changes in weight, you know, that that would be an obvious indicator. So what about behavioral signs of unhappiness? I mean, I mentioned Pico coming in, rubbing on me, nibble on me, but that I would have thought might have been a behavioral thing, but it's more about, like you said, maybe engaging. So what about signs of unhappy happiness that way? Well, every cat is different. Again, you know, I always have to say every cat's different, but and that's why it's real important for you to establish a baseline of what's normal behavior for your cat. And what does your cat normally do? How active is it normally? And if it's normal behavior, then he's probably fine. Anytime you see abnormal behavior, something is probably uh, amiss. So if your cat is particularly clingy, and then all of a sudden he's avoiding you and staying on his own and, you know, seeking dark places to go sleep and stuff like that. Or just the opposite. If you have a cat that's a little more standoffish and then all of a sudden he becomes real needy, he could be trying to tell you something that he doesn't feel well. Something's wrong. I'm unhappy about something. Also, you know, urine, they'll use urine to let you know that they're unhappy about things. So they might be urinating outside the litter box or peeing on your bed or your clothes or things like that. Um, aggression is another sign of unhappiness, either to you or to other animals in the home that they don't normally fight with, obviously. Destruction, you know, frustration, attention-seeking like we talked about, staring at you. Sometimes when cats are unhappy and they are trying to get your attention to get you to fix whatever it is they're not feeling great about, they will sit there and just stare. You guys have seen it. No blinking, just staring, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, and, and like seems we... like all the time. Right. <laughs> if they, you know, if they lose interest in things they normally enjoy, like if you're prey playing and they love to prey play and they love to chase the ball and love to do treat toss and then all of a sudden they kind of look at those things and go meh then you know you probably have a pretty good indication that something's going on that's making them unhappy so what do you recommend people do if they think their cat is unhappy i mean yeah the cat's <laughs> sitting there staring at them Right. Know. How do you know? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a, and it is, it's a long list of things that could be that are, that are bugging them. So, you know, you got to put on your CSI hat and really sleuth out what could be wrong so that you'll know what to do. And if, if physical changes 
are pointing to discomfort or pain, then clearly you need to get your cat to the vet as soon as possible and and get a vet's help in diagnosing what could possibly be going on physically. You know, maybe they've eaten something. Like people love, Pico loves that curling ribbon. And if you leave it out, he will eat it and it can cause a blockage. And, you know, if they don't pass it, then, you know, that's a surgical blockage and can become very, very uh, of an emergency situation very quickly. So, you know, if you see physical things, um, definitely take them to the vet right away. You know, they might they might have nibbled on a on a toxic plant in the house that you're not even aware is toxic to cats. There's a huge number of plants that are toxic to plant to cats. So Google that list so you don't have those around the house. You know, they might eat a rodent. You know, Pico has a has a cat run and we store the bird seed in there, so it does kind of tend to attract mice. I mean, the bird seeds in a in a sturdy plastic, heavy duty container. So, you know, it's not like it's just bags, of course, but he does get the occasional mouse and brings it in. And sometimes if he eats it, you know, it, it can cause some gut issues. It upsets his stomach, you know, and I, and I hate to, we don't put poison out for our mice. So I don't worry about that here. We use the mouse contraceptive product, which has really worked wonderfully. But you never know. Maybe your neighbor has poison out for mice and your cat gets a hold of a, a mouse and eats it that's eaten poison. That that can also extend to the cat. Um, if you have an older cat, it might be getting arthritis. Really, they say 85 or 90 percent of cats 10 years and older have arthritis. So maybe they're just their joints are getting creaky and sore and they just don't feel good. Another one is dental, you know, dental issues, you don't see it and a cat will get finicky about eating and lose weight and kind of sit around and have that grimace on their face and look like things are hurting because they are because they've got, in, you know, infected teeth in there. So get your cat to a vet right away if you suspect something physical might be going on. And then consider what changes might have happened in the cat's environment. You know, think like a cat. Learn what that species is all about. They are a solitary species in their nature. So they perceive threats as cats outside or a new pet in the home, right? Cats are also both predator and prey. So they've got this hypervigilant attitude that what's going to get me, you know, some, some kind of predator is always going to get me. And that means that you've got to keep the litter box pristine clean because predators can smell where I live if my litter box is dirty. So it's real important to think like a cat. The other thing about the litter box, of course, is, you know, they don't want to step where there's a previously soiled area. That makes them very unhappy. If you've listened at all to my shows, you've heard me use the analogy of going into the public restroom and there's poop smeared on the seat. You are not going to use that toilet. You're going to go find somewhere else to go. Same with the cat. So, you know, there are lots of reasons that you keep a litter box clean. The cat's perception of a predator eating it and smelling where where the cat lives and also the nastiness of stepping on where they've peed or pooped before. 
And, you know, changes in routine, I keep mentioning change because it's so important. They cause insecurity in a cat. So establish a routine and stick to it. You know, any changes in their world affect them and make them be a little wary of what's going on and suspicious and insecure, which leads to them being unhappy. So make a routine and uh, and really stick to it. So how important is it really that your cat is happy? I mean, people go through times that they're not really feeling happy, but it passes. Would that be the same with cats? Well, I mean, I, I guess when people go through that, it's it's really it's really depression. And when a cat is expressing unhappiness, it can often be due to pain or other physical ailments. So it's really important to get medical help or to rule out anything medically going on as soon as possible, you know, so it doesn't continue to develop and get more serious. Um, You know, when a cat is unhappy, it can also turn into a trauma event really quickly. And cats have really, really long memories and they remember traumatic things that happened to them for very long time. Sometimes it causes permanent changes in their behavior, right? Like he doesn't like to snuggle anymore because of something traumatic that happened, you know, and it it could be a loud noise, a pan falls out of the cabinet, um, you know, whatever, a cat jumps up and attacks them. They, they make these associations and then change, you know, change their behavior. It might be that a cat develops continual aggression to a, a housemate or soiling outside the litter box because of, you know, these things that are making it unhappy that are spilling over into to trauma. So, so yeah, not, not so much like people you know, we tend to listen to old tapes in our heads and our very own critical voices. And that oftentimes is all it takes for us to fall into a funk, you know. Sometimes we can't even define where it comes from. But for your pet, things are much less complex. You know, usually this is an environmental component if it's a behavioral issue and not a illness issue something is going on in that cat's environment that's making it unhappy and um and you need to pay attention to that and and fix it and if you have trouble deciphering that and fixing it there are a lot of cat talk radio episodes that will help you figure that out and you can also reach out to me and I can help you figure that out if your cat is in a funk a behavioral funk maybe that's what we should have named this yeah, a behavioral the, funk. Yeah, you know. The funky cat. <laughs> the funky cat. You know, but I think the title is good, The Unhappy Cat, because a lot of people, if you ask them that question, they just kind of would go blank all of a sudden, like I would. I mean, I would just go, well, I guess I really don't know, you know, what I thought would be maybe some aggression or, you know, maybe not feeling good, which are two different things. Totally, I would have taken it as unhappy. So, You've, you've really done a good job. And I challenge anybody out there that's listening to actually look at your cat and, and determine whether the cat is happy or unhappy. Now, you yeah. have to wait and see if they're in your lap purring and you're petting them and all that. That's for sure not an unhappy cat. But, you know, wait till those times when you're not and see if you can make the determination one way or another. 
Yeah, because it's, you know, the, the big thing is care. Care if your cat is unhappy, you know. Um, don't just go, well, he's not really himself today and go about your day because you don't have time to deal with it. You know, I think it's important that we watch and listen and observe our cats and, and really care whether they're happy or not. Yeah, that's a good point. But listen, anybody out there that's listening to this program and you have any questions for Molly or uh, maybe you have an idea for a podcast topic, let us know. Um, you can email Molly at cattalkradio.com. She always answers her emails and she is always looking for good content and things to talk about. And it always makes it easier when it's a subject that's interesting to you. It may be interesting to a lot of other folks, too. So I also want to invite you to help support the work we do. We provide this podcast and other resources for free. And Molly works many behavior cases for free for low-income cat parents. Yeah, and I, you know, I've dedicated this business, Cat Behavior Solutions, and Cat Talk Radio is an outreach of Cat Behavior Solutions, a nonprofit. And in, what he, in many ways, my whole life to keeping cats out of shelters because that's so important. And um, so, and I develop, I develop lots of material for shelters. So if you also care about cats and keeping them out of shelters, you can help us do our work by sending a gratuity donation. Every amount helps. It doesn't need to be huge, although huge is really welcome also. But <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm trying to make it really easy. You just go to the Behavior Boutique, which is the store at catbehaviorsolutions.com. And we have a whole bunch of products. Scroll down to the bottom past all the products. And there's different donation amounts that you can add to your card and check out. And, you know, easy, use your credit card. And that really... We very much appreciate that, and it helps us do the work we do. And while you're in the store, go ahead and go all the way through the store and see if there's some things you want to pick up and put into your little carry box, and maybe there's some fun toys for your cat. Show him you want him or her to be happy by mm -hmm. getting him or her a new toy. Those so catnip snacks are the stacks. Catnip sacks are the best. Do you want to see your cat smile with a big old Cheshire cat grin? Get yeah. him one of those catnip sacks. I want to say snacks. sacks. <laughs> so be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram also. This is an all-volunteer-based podcast to help you take better care of your cat and increase the bond between you and and we're going to keep doing this as long as shelter, shelter euthanasia, euthanasia is, is the number one, one cause of death, death in cats. cats. A sad fact. Until <laughs> next time, keep calm and purr on. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? 
on our website, cattalkradio.com. You'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.